Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the icy cold morning, uh, mellow afternoon voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. I'm local. I'm an announcer. And uh, I'd love to talk with you about food. Number one topic or is it? You know, that's, that's a good question, you know. I don't know if it, what the answer would be to that. Is um, food the number one topic of uh, New Orleanians? Could be. It's one of the. But uh, we are here to talk about those uh, things. And uh, as I was uh, passing out to take a nap a little while ago, I came up with an idea that uh, I thought about it for a few seconds. And I said, you know, we haven't discussed that in a long time, with one exception, uh, we uh, we have kept the uh, motor running absolutely for hamburgers. But the other kinds of um, sandwiches that we eat around here, and up and down, and all the all the streets and in the places we go, and the places we never go to, uh, but all of them. Uh, tend to have sandwiches now and then. As, in fact, I had a sandwich for lunch today. And I had an, uh, a rather unusual one, one that I've had before, and uh, I'm sure you, you uh, at least have heard of this, a um, uh, the Cuban sandwich, or Cubano, as it's also known. And uh, that is... Uh, one I of the most delicious sandwiches out there, I think. A Cubano? Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Pickles. The key is pickles. Pickles and yellow mustard. How far wrong can you go with pickles? And uh, not very many, but and you won't get very far without them either. Well, I think that there are things that pickles don't belong on, but certainly a Cuban sandwich is one where it does. Hamburgers too. Yeah. Oyster poor boy. Oyster poor boys. Although I. You know, I almost never get an oyster. Poor boy, I eat oysters. I know ways. it's really weird that you don't do that much anymore. Well, I, it's it's not that I, you know, ever did them a whole lot. It's just that I like oysters a different way. I think frying them, you lose something. Really? There's there's only one exception I can think of to that, and that's uh, uh, over at Antoine's. They have. Uh, they have one over there, the name of which eludes me at the moment. It's going to come. It's a funny name, so uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But anyway, it's uh, it involves fried oysters at the beginning, and then there's a sauce that, although it's kind of a dark brown, it's actually hollandaise, which is doesn't sound exactly right, especially when you look at it. But it's a uh, it's a great drink. It's great uh, uh, Antoine's uh, dish. What? Stop, Stop doing that. Beating okay. your pencil. <laughs> I was uh, beating you know, my pencil. I, um, that wasn't a... I miss fried foods. You do? You, yeah. You, have you gone off them? Well, I, I, whenever I eat fried foods or bread, yeah, it's unfortunate because what I register in my brain is bad idea. What? 
that you're eating things you shouldn't eat? Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. those are not good things to eat. And, um, and I wish they were. <laughs> I wish you could eat fried foods with impunity, but you can't. Well, I'm sorry. You know, after a while, you, Penity, just had to have died. And Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm thinking of something different. Yeah. Excuse me. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I I I miss the days of uh, wine and roses. Pulling in front of a a a, sea, a seafood platter being put in front of me and just being able to eat it with wild abandon and a lot of tartar sauce. Do you go? Do you go? To, you go to the tartar sauce first. Love tartar sauce. Yeah, and uh, the the. But you know what? What makes tartar sauce good? Pickles. Pickles. Yeah. I mean, pickles and mayo, that's starter sauce, and that's what mm-hmm. makes it good. Okay, Tom, one of us does have to wear a headset. Oh, yeah. So I guess that will be me, but you have, uh, mine is in a just a pile. So is is the headset really traumatic for you to wear? Because uh, we we mine is like a disheveled pile of something. I, you know what I'm doing? I'm just going to put it right by my head in case we get a phone call and okay. then um, one of us will know that there's a caller That's because it's, it's probably not a good idea for you know Doug to have to be texting me saying, hey, there's a caller. Doug says six zero six three six eight on the headset. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if he was kidding by that. Whatever. Probably wasn't. Anyway, 260-6368, welcome to the food show. If you would like to chat with us, we had a really good show yesterday. I thought it was a fun show to do, and uh, I hope we can do another one today. You never can tell. I won't say it will require your help, folks, because honestly, we don't get many calls. We had maybe one yesterday besides Andrea. But um, it was still a fun show, nevertheless. Well, here so we you are went again. to Pontchartrain Poor Boys and got a poor boy. Uh, actually, I didn't go there. That's uh, oh, where did you go? That's a bit of a drive from here. Yeah, what, where'd you wind what up going? What was on my mind was red sauce because we had had that red sauce on that other yeah, thing yesterday, uh-huh. uh, and I, I said I want some more of that. So uh, where I actually wound up was uh, in the. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's well, oh, I can't the, help you because I have no oh, idea. The uh, the uh, fat uh, spoon. ah fat spoon. You like that place? Uh, yeah, they yeah. You know what? They use a lot of really good ingredients. More so, more uh, in in quality than I typically see in restaurants around town. And of that genre, anyway. Of that genre, exactly. Yeah. Well, in this case, the genre was a. Uh, uh, Breakfast uh, lunch place. Yeah, it Aren't was. Aren't they close to two o'clock or three o'clock or something? They're not they open closed, for yeah, dinner. Like, uh, two in yeah. the afternoon or something. But it was the. Um, oh, they're open for breakfast and they open for most of lunch. I think they're there every day now. And uh, what I was there for was the Cubano. Uh, actually, I wasn't there for that. I was going. I was going down their menu, and I saw that, and I said, "Well, let me get, I haven't had one of those in ages." That's a good question. Great. Who's got a great Cubano? I tell you, well, Katie's does. That's, that's I think Katie's one. has a good Katie's one. Katie's would. Yeah, they, they are so good at doing poor boys. Well, I, 
period. You can put it, yeah, you know, no matter period what it after is. whatever it is. And then they have that mammoth uh, poor boy where they carry it. The barge. The barge. The barge. Yeah. Scott Craig, if you're listening, call us and tell us if you're still doing the barge. Oh, I think that's I haven't been to Katie's in a while, so I haven't seen a barge going through the dining room. But it is a fun thing to behold. Anyway, uh, I wish I could it's say not, that I had something for behold. lunch today, but I didn't. What? I didn't. Didn't what? Have lunch today. Oh, what did you not have? Uh, I didn't go with you or have anything. Oh. So. Um, See, if you don't go with me, you, you 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 may have taken the notch down a little bit. Yeah, it's a it's a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I love moments like this, don't you, everyone? I mean, I just don't know what I would do if I didn't hear you order a Manhattan and sing the song to a waiter who doesn't know who doesn't know what to do. Actually, they don't they don't feel that they can just walk away because that would be rude. And they have this look on their face like, well, this wasn't in my training. I don't really know what to do here. Yeah, training, and training. I, I wish I could help them, but I just zone out. So, you know. Well, who needs you in the zone anyway? anyway. I'll tell you what we do need. What's that? Uh, what we need, and it was, it was just something that flitted through my mind. Just what now. is that, Tom? What do we need? Uh, well, it had to do, in a way, with the sandwiches that we were talking about just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I have to wait for it to come back because it was on in the front of my brain and now I'm into the back. Floating, oh, oh, I remember what it is. Floating around like a horse fly. No, I, what? I, I, I remember what it is. <laughs> Yesterday, and we did not really report on this, I wrote What's something that? about it, but I we didn't talk about it at all on the radio that I can remember. Okay, what's that? Uh, we went over to La Provence. We did yesterday. yesterday. And, yes. And we uh, got some almost astonishing news from uh, uh, Cayman Sinclair. And uh, it, what was the astonishing promise, news? Well, I was there, but I don't, well, I wasn't really I, first astonished of all, I only, by any of it. I only in the last uh, few days did I learn that he has taken that restaurant over. Although uh, you tell me that it's been a while. Uh huh. How long? Um, <laughs> What? I'm sorry. I was reading. I was reading my email. I was looking for the. Um, <laughs> I was looking for the uh, almanac, hoping that you had sent me the almanac, which Got you it. did not. And I did. I when I wrote the piece uh, in the newsletter today, I was figuring that I would get a lot of really, really nasty sort of feedback. But instead, I just got a really great uh, email from someone, and it was quite simple. Yeah. The piece in the uh, nomenu.com today is definitely, I, I mean, I, I wrote it, so I obviously think it's worth reading. But it is really, uh, it, and I will quote the email that I got. I love your description of the two worlds. I never want to venture into the other world. Eat good food. Be active. Repeat. Mm. <laughs> well, that'll land you in a lot. So that of that pretty places. well just said uh, pretty much everything that I had to say. Although it was a very descriptive uh, account mm -hmm. of a venture into another world. Mary Lee and I, because of her age and my interest in 
being intrigued by it do venture into the other world fairly often. The other world? The other oh, world the that other... I wrote about in Thalia. Give me an example of what you're talking Thalia. about. Thalia. I'm not sure. <laughs> Thalia. We have a call. Let's go to the let's go to the fence. Oh, I don't know. Who? Let's find Dale? Dale. Yeah. Hey Dale. This is Dale Messina. I told him to call today oh, because great. He, well, you tell us why you're calling, Dale. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's little market once a month uh, in Lakeview. Excuse me. And uh, there are vendors, uh, food vendors, and uh, art vendors. And uh, tonight's going to be the big one. Uh, the mm-hmm. neighborhood schools will be singing choirs. And Benny Grunch and the bunch are performing live. Oh, no kidding. When is this and where? That's uh, actually it's this evening uh, between five okay. mm-hmm. and eight thirty on Harrison Avenue in front of the Lakeview Grocery. Okay, so are there more than one? Uh, the, the, there's only it's, it's one, one a month. One a month. Okay, and and there is one tonight. You say there is one tonight. We'd love to okay. have you out there. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see what can be done. But where whereabouts? Uh, Do you know who this is, Tom? Do you know who this is? Uh, no, it's kind of... Okay, uh, Dale is... Uh, you, you know what? I, I need to listen through your headset because mine is now completely broken. Completely broken. Uh, but Dale is um, the former manager of um, Tony Angelos, who oh. is now making his own pasta and red sauce. No kidding. Yeah, and he's well, I didn't selling know that. it. Yeah. He is selling it at the farmers market. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's called Messina's, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited for him. So uh, he sent me a note about the farmers market, and I told him to call so that he would. Oh. So people who are, are Tony Angelo's fans. Who know Dale from way back in the day. Oh, that Dale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, he is uh. now making his own pasta. How many How many kinds do you have? Dale, I wish I could talk to you and have a conversation. You're going to have to do this through Tom. Tom, this is a completely useless headset Here, now. Completely that. useless headset. Here we go. All right. So um, you have how many kinds of pasta? I know you make tally-tally. Four different types. I've got the Parpardelli. We've got a fettuccine. I've got a fettuccine Nero with uh, squid ink. And uh, a black and gold. Uh, Saints are doing quite well. So I'm using 100%. Well, they were. Well, they still are. It's 100% semolina, which is a nice golden color. And I mix the squid ink with the the other one. And uh, it comes out black and gold. It's really pretty cool. And today was a great day. I got uh, certified Louisiana product by the uh, Department of Agriculture, so I can use the logo on my brand. And uh, it's now at Terranova's grocery store. And oh, in Terranova's on Esplanade. It is at Terranova's. It goes with the, my, the best. It's the best. Red gravy goes with the best Italian sausage produced in the world. And I'm excited. So you're at Terranova now. I am in, uh, as soon as I get the barcodes, which will be a week or two, uh, the Doranax have already given me their thumbs up, and I'm going to talk to Mark Robert, and of course, uh, the Zapardos are friends, and uh, we'll just take it one step at a time. It's uh, very happy with the product, and the feedback that I've gotten is uh, quite good. 
I'm I'm so thrilled for you after this, you know, long time career. How many years were you a waiter? Well, actually, you were a captain. So how how many years did you do that? uh, I was there for 43 years. I started as uh, a busser when I was in eighth grade at Brother Martin and through high school and college. I just worked my way up the food chain, and I, I do miss my four generations of uh, families. I call them my family of friends. I still see quite a yeah. few out and about, but uh, I miss the day-to-day operation. Uh, I worked for the Bennett family at 3B's and Andy's Bistro, and we local there also. Uh-huh. But they gave me their blessing to go on and uh, seek my... Uh, my ambitions and how long how long have you been dreaming that dream dale uh i dream about food constantly but it really came into fruition uh within it's pretty brief within about the last year the last year Uh uh-huh yeah well it's it's super exciting i think it's i i love um i love the idea of starting over later in life and um i i'm thrilled for you that you're doing that and i, I hope that anyone who's listening on. who has been a tony angelo's regular who has certainly gotten to know you that way or more recently at the uh with the bennett's i love the bennett's all three of them um will come and see you because uh it, it's I think people love to support something like that. So, and I, it's a real New you. Orleans product. Uh, at one point in time, the French Quarter had seven macaroni factories, and they, <laughs> it was called. They, hence the name, the Messina Macaroni and Gravy Company. I remember my grandfather had a business down there. You know, he'd come back with pastas in a in a paper bag and. Uh, I want to bring the macaroni district back home, hence the uh, New Orleans connection. You know, I I wish you luck, but, boy, trying to open up any other kind of business other than uh, tourism in the French Quarter, which is where all of that was historically, uh, what a challenge that is going to be. But good luck. It's a different kind of world now, Tom. You have social media. You have... You know, you have Facebook pages that are launching companies and people, if you can get people to to be enthusiastic about what you're doing, you don't really have to have the whole brick and mortar thing. Well, you know? good luck with that. I uh, so appreciate it's, it. My, it's, dear, my dear brother Gary is uh, younger and he's more the social media. He takes on that uh, aspect of the business. But we're working Are you in at it, it together? It, Are you in the business together? Well, he uh, is assisting me as it as it is right now. I'm getting ready to bring my Sicilian meatballs over to the marketplace. He is with one of his employees setting up my uh, canopy. <laughs> so, <laughs> he uh, he's behind the scenes, but without him, I uh-huh. couldn't do it. That's wonderful. Super excited for you. Do you want to hear a funny well, uh, little story? Oh, no, go ahead. Sound like you had something going there. Well, no, no. If you all are in the neighborhood uh, after the show, please uh, stop by. I'd love to uh, give you a taste of my Sicilian meatball. Mm. 
Well, that I can't imagine that not. I'm going to have to mark it down to be over there on a Wednesday that you are doing it because I'm not over there. We're in the house, you know, in the studio oh, okay. at the house. But um, but I definitely do want to come see you, and I I just call us anytime, please, anytime you have something you want to announce and consider this uh, a very supportive uh, forum for you. I appreciate it immensely, and I have been a very loyal listener from the conception of the show and still listen every day. Enjoy it immensely. It's funny you should bring that up because uh, that's exactly what I was going to point out to you. You you will find this surprising. Uh, You were a a subscriber to my daily newsletter for such a long time that whenever you renewed it, which was not that often, and it was always very generous. Whenever that would happen, I would I wouldn't have to look up your phone number because or your the uh, the tag that would send the thing out because uh, I know what your <laughs> what your address <laughs> is. It starts with well, a C and an A, doesn't it? I have been uh, like I said, it's been I think uh, I've been a member of your newsletters since the conception of it. Uh, I've learned a tremendous amount, and I enjoy it on a daily basis. Well, there you go. Well, thank you for supporting Tom, and uh, we are definitely going to support you. So say the name of the company again and where you're going to be, and please keep us abreast of everything that you're doing. If you have like a – you don't have a website yet, do you? Not as of yet. Okay. But okay, well, you know what, when you out. get the website, would you please call us and tell us so that people can look for it? Absolutely. Uh, okay. I do have uh, an email address. It's Demesco, D-A-M-E-S-S-C-O, foods, at gmail.com. And anyone that would like to contact Are you me, on, uh, is the company on a Facebook page yet? Not yet. That's okay. my brother Gary's taking care of that. Okay. Part. All right. Okay, well, just keep us updated periodically, okay, Dale? And I appreciate it. And, Tom, as always, you have the best show on radio. Uh, so, yeah, what? Uh, uh, where? tell us again, just make sure everybody sinks it in. Uh, when is this it's, event and it's where? The it's today? It's, it's the Lakeview Market. It starts at 5 o'clock this afternoon on Harrison okay. Avenue in front of the Lakeview Grocery. Danny Grunch okay. is going to be there performing live. Oh, well, okay. that's different. They do that. They do. That. It's it's once a month, right? Right now, uh, the next couple of months it's going to be a little bit too chilly, so we're going to start back again in March, I believe. Okay. Well, that'll give you plenty of time to get your online presence working. Yes, I will be all set by then. Okay. Good. Not that, all right. I, and you'll you'll once you get it. Once you get it done, you will say to yourself, boy, I wish things were the way they used to be. (laughs) (laughs) But they're not, and they never will be again. So anyway, good luck to you, Dale, and and stay in touch. Keep us abreast, okay? I appreciate it, guys. Thank you all very much. Take care. Bye. It's kind of a nice evening for that market. I think it Uh, it was a little chilly. For your standards. It was a little chilly. Marianne here. It sits in a a wide-open car. All the windows are open. It's 32 degrees outside and blasting down the street with rain. (laughs) 
and it's it's something to see, and even much I more to observe. I should have been born on the Mediterranean. Serve. That's you, where I should have been born on the Mediterranean. Well, then I could have the, then I could have been outdoors all the time. Well, California yeah. would have worked too. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to chat with us. We are talking food here on the food show. That was mm-hmm. Dale Messina, who is embarking on a wonderful new career after being a loyal, loyal uh, employee of Tony Angelo's and a uh, front of the house manager. Uh, gracious to the end in the dining room. He is now uh, he's now a, a business owner and uh, is making his own mm-hmm. pasta and red sauce. You got to do something. Well, you know, you don't. You don't, you don't have, have to, do, to something. do something. There are no. lots of people who don't do anything, who How just do think eat? about doing it, and then they never do it. But he's doing it, and kudos to him. I think that's just super exciting. Well, yeah, he, in his case, he's a real pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's would. just it's super exciting. Yeah. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Today is Shepherd's Pie Day. What a great mm. day in December. You know what I love about Shepherd's Pie? What's that? It's warm to hot and it's served on a cold day usually. Yeah. It's it, it's just the the way to go. And uh, you know we we were talking about this some time ago, and uh, I remember reading somewhere where shepherds uh, th- there were like variations depending on what the last uh, syllable was. Allie is on the phone. Allie. Allie's on the phone. That should take care of everything. Let's find out. Allie, you there again today? I Not am. that we mind. What? Are we, are are we going to have to share that with me? Here, we'll just put this right here. I can hear me, and you can, if okay. you will. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Allie. I'm sorry. Okay. I So I am not surprised by the email that you got from someone regarding um, the newsletter today because uh-huh. – And what seems odd is, like, I feel like I operate in the same world that Mary Lee does in that, like, we're among this generation that's trying to make a name for itself, right? That's what what these coquette, former coquette chefs are doing, right? And I feel like what they've done is just tried to jump so far into some really, like, bizarre authenticity – to make themselves stand out that in the end it's like occasionally it shows up their talent shows up in the fish like you had Mm -hmm. but more or less the rest of the menu is so bizarre and not well executed that it just leaves you for not wondering so you have been there you've been to you've been there I have. Mm-hmm. And I've also been to so many other restaurants in the city, and I'll name a specific one um, that she – so um, Tom and I went a while back to Compare La Pomme, which yes. I think cranks out some of the most interesting, non-traditional New Orleans food, yet it is – remarkable yes and compare she does a non-traditional compare thing Le Pen. what uh-huh. about it she loves look compare Le Pen. oh well 
good. I mean, that's but, a, you know, a lot of people yeah. do. It's it's not my thing. It doesn't interest me at all. But a lot of people really dig it. But Sally, it's like she's trying to create. Yeah, I, Hey, um, I know. Wait, I'm sorry, Allie. What we're going to have yeah. to do is crank up the one headset that's working so loud that we have to share it. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So, but what? But no, what? Not here. We're not hearing is doing, and Let's some of a, these newer shafts. Hey, hey Allie, can we take a break? And yeah. uh, we, we, I, I'm so sorry, Allie. Uh, we have to get this straight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. And we're playing around with our usual knobs and, and buttons fun, and all that. <laughs> every now and then, it's like every all the equipment decides, no, I'm going to take a day off. Okay. Then, <laughs> so, so Allie was talking about yeah. Thalia. Thalia, T-H-A-L-I-A, one of the muses, if it I remember correctly. It seems to me like they should definitely not call that place Thalia. They should call it Talia because it just Talia. sounds so much more... More modern. modern. All right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay, so go ahead. Go ahead, Allie. Okay, so this is what, I don't know, I guess it rubs me the wrong way, if that's a polite way to say well, it. Well, Allie, what I want to know is could you tell in the piece that it rubbed me the wrong way? <laughs> well, okay, here's the juxtaposition of it that I feel it painted. is like there, it has its market. It, it absolutely does. I guarantee that every other person in there was loving it. It's supposed to be on. And many restaurants this day, modern restaurants, they are they know what their niche is. That's and right. they put a restaurant where they know their niche is. It's very mm-hmm. strategic. It's smart. Mm-hmm. They know why they're putting that type of restaurant where we're putting it. Whereas, let's say you have, you know, um, a really authentic, you know, Creole restaurant. That restaurant could be anywhere in the city, and people would drive to it if the food was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Or if it's Thalia sushi and you're in the mood for it. Is it is bougie? Just Tom, did Tom just word, use the word bougie? No, no, he said sushi. Sushi. Tom doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> bougie? Bougie is somebody? Look it up, Marianne. you got to look it up. It's so bougie. I thought that's what he said, and it's so good. No. No. Go ahead. Keep going. We're not even going to try to explain that word to Tom right now. Go ahead. You would drive anywhere for a restaurant like that because it's that good. When you're talking about a niche boutique restaurant, that's catering to a specific clientele. Mm-hmm. People in the neighborhood are going to go. They're not going to drive halfway across the city because the food is so authentically outstanding. Absolutely. I mean, this is uh, something that it's almost a no-brainer. So I'm not apprising you of having no uh, having any. A blacking brain or anything. <laughs> Go ahead, Allie. But, no, no, the, no. Uh, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. It's like this is what this is what it made me think of, and the juxtaposition that you pose essentially in the story is that is that this is for a neighborhood where they strategically chose to put it for this reason, right? Not anywhere else, right? It's not for and me. So, it is a neighborhood restaurant 
for that part of that neighborhood. Yep. Yep. And no wait, are you saying that that, that are you saying that there should people only those people should be able to go there or I I can't I, I'm sure that's it is not it. For the neighborhood it only those people will want in. to go there, but my question Correct. is why do those people yes. why do even those people want to go there? <laughs> you know, and this comes from someone and per, perhaps Mary Lee could expound on on this too being in this millennial generation. I suppose in us, in our youth, there lives this desire to know the other. You painted the picture. There are two worlds in New Orleans. Food there are world. two worlds everywhere, but but New or- it's it's now encroached in into us, New Orleans. Go ahead. Right. The millennialism, if you will, in us is intrigued by the other. Perhaps we're just traveling. Perhaps we're interested in what other people are talking about. And so we go to try it. And it's almost as if the idea, if you will, of the other is what we're after, not necessarily great food. Oh, who who said that they don't want great food? I, I want to meet that guy. But it's the, it, it's the There's a lot of them out there, Tom. You run into them every other. day. Go ahead. What? So One at a time, it's please. It's, yeah. it's intriguing. It's intriguing. The idea uh-huh. of the other is intriguing, and so we go. Well, that makes sense. And do you you talk about a lot, Marianne, people um, wanting hangouts, but the food's not necessarily good? We've talked yes. about this with right. Fat Boys Pizza. Right. It's so obnoxious, and the pizza isn't really. Oh, we're talking about special. Fat Boy now. Wait, wait, you don't like Fat Boy? No, I don't <laughs> like Fat Boy pizza. But my point is, they know their location. The uh-huh. person behind that said, "Oh, here's money. This is yeah. Expensive. I'm going to open a trendy pizza shop in Old Metairie, full uh-huh. of moms, full uh-huh. of moms, and." We're going to make a million bucks. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Dude's doing it. It's busy all the time. Yeah. Wait, didn't he take over a second section? Is there like a new section of that? They built a brand new section up above. It's like a party event. Wow. Dude's yeah. making money. They're making money. They're, it's smart. It was a smart yeah. move. So yeah. Where is this? Fat what? Boy, Tom. You've In been to Fat Harry. Boy. Go ahead. Oh, Fat Boy. Uh-huh. I'm actually well, gonna I'm actually think, gonna write about Fat Boy tomorrow. Go ahead, what? Okay. I think she was smart. She knew what she was doing. She knew she was opening it up in the neighborhood that she needed to open up in. And she comes from a great restaurant where she built her reputation. She was smart. She knew what she was doing, but is the food outstanding? It's hit or miss. Because she's I, after the other. I I don't think it's – we had four things. Three of them were ridiculous, and one of them was good, but I can get that any place. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. I I'm going to go back to – I'm going to go back to an instinctive – um, feeling that I have that um, humans 
ultimately know what's maybe right. And I don't think food like that has long-standing staying power because it's not good. Okay. Yeah, there's not enough. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I'm with you. All right. All of this from saying how good the Cubano sandwich I had for lunch today <laughs> was. And here I have, yeah. uh, you know, at a up there on the stand and you know, with big, big microphones I'm and telling the entire on my world. Soapbox. All right. It's the food show. This is I Tom think you're Fitzmaurice. done, Allie. And, thank you. Uh, oh, Allie, you uh, no, you're always welcome on our show. You just. No, no, uh, it's good. You know. I um, it's enough off the soapbox. I'm with you, Marianne. All right. That's Thanks. the conclusion of that. Bye. Okay, bye. Do, 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 do. All right. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. We can be a lot calmer and more interesting than this. So we'll stay tuned because we will do it. Okay. And uh, give us a, call, a buzz and, and we'll fix it up. But, you okay. know, it, it, it goes to show when you get into something as, you know, seemingly not all that big a deal. I mean, you know, where do you go to get your favorite gumbo and all of that stuff? It's important. It's good. It's part of the uh, of the uh, community and of the style of the place where we live. But, I, you know, when I hear people arguing with one another as to which one has the better fill in the blanks, I like it even better. Frankly, because okay. you know what we get out of that. You know, a little bit of advertising uh, in one direction or another. Shepherd's uh, pie. Shepherd's pie started we a lot about of this. Shepherd's pie. So you have the uh, the one, the shepherd's pie. The I love some, shepherd's pie. But there are there are uh, two other names for it. Cottage pie. Cottage pie, right? And there's another one beyond that. Don't know that one. Um, one had corn and one of them doesn't. Shepherd's pie used to be a horrible thing in my mind really? because I, I only it. knew shepherd's pie school. from my grade school cafeteria. Of course. Everybody where else. Where it was really bad. Oh. And, <laughs> and you taught me, <coughs> excuse me, how to make really great shepherd's pie. And That's um, a wonderful recipe. It's not mine, but it's a... It's a good recipe. Where did you get it? Because it's really good. Oh no, let me look it up. <laughs> I, off the top of my head, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we have made our share and then some of shepherd's pie. Uh, Jude loves shepherd's pie, and I made it. <laughs> Jude's um, Jude's wife does not like mess very much, so I never cook at their house. But I did a few times, and I made him a shepherd's pie, and. Um, and what I would do is I would um, make it really high, and it would sort of spill out over the dish. And then there would be cheese that would melt off of the top of the dish, and then it would spill. And I would never dream of putting the dish just into the oven without having it on a cookie sheet as well so that the cheese that spills over – can be caught before it gets into the oven. So when I would make the shepherd's pie, there would be this layer of cheese crisps. You know how cheese crisps mm -hmm. are absolutely outrageously yummy? Yeah. 
and uh, we would sort of fight for the cheese crisps that came off of the shepherd's pie. And then, um, and then every time I asked about making shepherd's pie after that, the answer was no. <laughs> so I've mm. never made another it's shepherd's pie at Jude's house. But actually, I haven't made shepherd's pie in a really long time. And um, I, I kind of think I'd like to now that I'm thinking about it. All right. Well, I have the recipe around here somewhere. Well, it's pretty simple. It's just uh, ground meat in a a pan with onions and celery and a little uh, carrot yeah, and um, a little and uh, bell pepper, you know, like the Trinity. And then you you render that off and you put it on top of some corn in a glass baking dish and you take mashed potatoes and put it on top of that. And then you put cheese on top of that and then you bake it all. Most of us, I don't know, I'm not even going to say that, uh, we uh, become inured of uh, shepherd's pie when we're in school. And I went, to not th- me. I went to three grammar schools and two high schools. And the little ones, you know, they, they hardly knew what it was. But by the time we were into fifth grade, sixth grade, they not only did they like it, they either loved it or they hated it. They also had that. And then I'm in high school, and at both Jesuit and Rummel, they had really good food. They always, especially at at Rummel, uh, and they one of the things they did all the time was shepherd's pie, and it was always wonder, it was just terrific. You could make a, a a tower out of it, though. They would really feed you. Yeah. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us about whatever it is that you would like to chat about, we're here for you. And uh, shepherd's pie was something that uh, we started talking about because today is National Shepherd's Pie Day. Although I guess it should be more like an international thing because um, it's really it's not really it's more, not really an American thing at all. More British than anything. Yeah, although I'm not a fan of it over there. No? I I much prefer, as a matter of fact, I have to say, I can't think of a place that I've had shepherd's pie, which is not something that you run into very often, that I prefer to the one that we make here. It's really, it's Mm -hmm. really good. Anyway, you are listening to The Food Show, and I would like to tell you about New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company where you will find great hamburgers from an extensive hamburger menu. And grilled oysters. They are uh, crispy. Not crispy. They're crunchy on the outside with a little crust and juicy on the inside. And they have a lot of seafood. You can get it in a platter. No grease. Right. You can get a platter. You can get it on a poor boy. It comes to your table steaming hot. It's greaseless, golden brown, delicious, cooked to order. And uh, they have good local specialties, things like red beans and rice, some pasta dishes, like a creamy pasta dish with seafood, those kinds of things, good salads, and uh, other kinds of sandwiches. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood now has char-grilled oysters, so you might want to go have a look at those. Worth, uh, worth going there just for Try that. Try them. They have 10 locations around town, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. Go give them a try. 260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Or if you're looking for a restaurant that has a certain kind of style or service or uh, a special menu, things that you're looking for, or 
restaurants that serve something that you hope never to ever see again as long as you live. You know, you can get all of that done for you if you go to your friendly neighborhood restaurant, which is always going to give you, you a better... You can get something you've never, you never want to eat again? I hope not. You, you could certainly have it happen to you, yes, but, you, you know, these things happen, and yeah. uh, that's what we're here for is to avoid such things, and I uh, hope you will uh, take advantage of that. It's free, of course. We're here on the radio. Radio has always been free. So uh, give us a call, 260-6368, right, You know, we started the right show in. with the Cuban sandwich. We certainly did. And I wanted to get something going on things that have pickles. Well, that's one of them. Things that are made better with pickles. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think there's definitely getting back to the whole millennial thing. Pickling of everything is really hot. And you know I love pickled everything. I really do. Pickled okra is just a divine ingredient, I think. And um I've never seen it applied the way they do at Hambone where they pickle a lot of things, but um chopped pickled okra in the potato salad elevates it to something otherworldly, I think. But pickles, just like the regular old dill pickles, they're mm-hmm. hard to be improved upon. And when I see chefs doing their own pickles, I always roll my eyes because I've never found a pickle made by a chef to be better than the dill pickles in the jar. But, you know, there was a time when we had a fairly large pickle manufacturer here in New Orleans. Oh, we did? Yeah, it was in Old Metairie. Really? What was yeah. the name of I'm it? I'm sorry, not Old Metairie. It was in Old Jefferson. You know where, uh, uh, what's, so? Oh, what was a, the name a, of it? Uh, the name of it was Ma Somebody's, Ma Graham. Or How you, long ago was that? Uh, well, it was, I can remember it was there when I was working at the Time Saver back in the 1960s. Well, was it something that was around briefly and didn't gain any traction? No, it was around. Or? It was around. Well, for, what happened to uh, it? Well, they they think they sold a lot of it out of town. It was a a major operation. You know, uh, going up Jefferson Highway, there's a spot where it kind of takes two L curves. The S curve. The S curve. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's where it was, right up in there. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and and how long has it been gone? Ma Browns or something. This oh, I think been, I do remember that. Yeah, I, I it was again. I tell you, the, my, the closest memory I have that I'm sure of was uh, in the '60s when I used to uh-huh. pass in front of it every day. Hmm. Well, I think it's just really but, hard to find a better pickle than, uh, and I would say a certain brand, but honestly. I don't mind just a generic brand of pickles as long as they are basic hamburger dill sliced pickles. And I I don't care for when chefs decide that they're going to make their own pickles. And I think the only one that's ever done a pretty decent job with that yeah, is who? was John Besh 
Well, at that's... American Sector. Oh, I can Back in that. the early days of American Sector, the ver- maybe the very earliest days of American Sector, uh, he was making pickles, and they were good. And honestly, that is where it stops for me. You know, Scott Craig is making his own pickles over at Katie's, but you can also get regular dill pickles. He's... Um, He's not so egotistical that those are the only things that are in the house. So if you want regular dill pickles with his delicious hamburger, uh, you can do that. I don't know about the Cuban. I don't know if the Cuban comes with regular dill or his kind of pickles. But um, Well, it came from uh, Florida, really. What? Uh, Miami and up there. Uh, the Cuban? A, a lot of the well, Cuban. Well, I'm sure it came from yeah, Cuba. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, by way Cuba, of Miami. Of course, by way of Miami. Yeah. Yes, but it's it's really, uh, you know, it's not that hard to make one. If you have just like a, a regular smoked pork that you can get at the store and some chassisi ham and um, regular French bread and you squish it down. I mean, it can really, you can make your own really good one. I made a, a Cuban with some leftover Belgard bread, and it was kind of a little much because the Belgard requires so much teeth action, but um, it, it was still good. I mean, it's hard to do anything. It's hard to say anything negative about Belgard bread. It's just like the best thing out there. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. If you would like to call us, you can wait until after the top of the news, uh, top well, of the hour news, which is coming right soon. up. Yeah, the next and and then we'll be back to talk some more about the rest of the things that are on the almanac, which is kind of thin today. Uh, we talked about shepherd's pie already, and there's something called Oiseau Santet. Which, yeah, I love which, that concept. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about that when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anything else you would like to talk about, you're listening to The Food Show. Yeah, you certainly are. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.